Testing. 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 Boy, feel like it was pretty quick nothing huge to report how was your week ariel it was fine how was your week abby <laughs> if we're all gonna say it's fine there's no point in asking this question <laughs> um, what are we talking about today jay no you need to answer the question i said mine was gabby fine. hasn't answered she said if we're all gonna say it's fine it doesn't matter okay go ahead <laughs> welcome to insight into our actual conversations how was your week abby <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm expecting you to share more, because you had probably the most eventful week out of all of us. Yeah. Okay. So fine isn't them because it's... Um, my week was good, my phone, I got it my was phone. It was neat. Um, and so yesterday was interesting because the phone stopped working, um, and I was at work. So every time I, like, when I was eating my lunch, and took lunch break, I was staring at a wall for 45 minutes. And I'm not the type of person that does that. It's like, I'm not like Abby and Jay don't talk to myself. So I was like, okay, God, I guess I'm just going to pray silently in my head. And then I was like, okay, I'll just close my eyes and relax. But I wasn't relaxing. And I wasn't tired, so I wasn't sleeping. So I just sat with my eyes closed for 45 minutes. It was a different experience. I guess the term is grounding, some people would say. But, you know, I learned my lesson. I think the lesson is to just use my phone less. I don't know. To quiet your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah, that's what I realized. You literally, the night before, went to bed meditating on that. And then little did you know, you were really going to have a test. Like an opportunity to put that into practice. Mm -hmm. That's true. My week was pretty productive, which is good, thankfully. I'm um, the only one doing online learning. Uh, which has been a learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, but I'm finally getting into the groove of my schedule, and that's good. So I had a very productive week, and yeah. And I made brownies. Oh, yeah, that one. I did those brownies my brownie so recipe. Good. So that so, was so, so good. That is a highlight of my week, nice. the brownies. But yeah. <laughs> That was a very yeah. Pray for Ariel. She's clearly not having a good day. My <laughs> head's just hurting. I have a headache, but I'm fine. And yeah. it's not coronavirus, so I'm fine. Yeah, just pray for her strength. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, keep her in your prayers. She's yeah, adjusting to new chapter. Yeah, new, new situation, season. new season of life. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, anyways, ciao. <laughs> let's get back on schedule. Welcome to another episode at the Bloom and Grow podcast. We are so happy that you're here uh, tuning in with us. We're not going to ignore the elephant in the room. We're not really um, very polarized politic. Political. Political. (laughs) Political people. Political people. But I mean, it's been the buzz news. For this week. For this week. uh, January Two days ago, probably. January. Oh, it would be Wednesday. Anyway, but you yeah. you know what we're talking about. 
the inauguration, the end of the reign of Trump. How are we feeling? Or just commentary in general. Israel said it best. It's a new season. It's a new day. Mm-hmm. So it's a new season. Um, I think it's. I mean, time. we aren't Americans. We're so not Americans. It doesn't. We're not invested directly. Yeah, we're not invested. It's just. It's kind of nice to have an end to the continual mm-hmm. foolishness that existed in this. Not yeah. he, not necessarily that he himself. It's is just the the end of the saga. His whole presidency was a mess. Just kind of because of nice everything. to be done with that. Like I, I'm not. New season. Let's just stop bringing him up and yeah. stop bringing up Biden. Stop just pray he has a great let's retirement. Like he's old, he just lets him live mm-hmm. the rest of his life. Let's just pray for him. Let's it's just like life. let's move on. Pray that he finds Jesus. Yeah, pray for this new season. Anyways, I'm proud of Amanda Gorman, the girl that shared her poem yeah. at the um, yeah. inauguration. She's like 21 or 22, 22. Harvard student, alumni, alumni. Yeah, mm-hmm. she graduated Harvard alumni. But I think what's most interesting is she was diagnosed with a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. Um in high school or middle school, wasn't even able to pronounce the word Harvard, yet she's here speaking so eloquently about, like, her speech was so good. Like, if you actually listen to the words, amazing. So it's so perfect for right now. And a lot of the things she was saying, like, even if you may not be Christian, they're, like, rooted in, like, Christian morals and principles about love and unity. So she's fire. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Search the, her poem from the inauguration. So we're almost at the end of January. I'm curious to know if you guys created any goals and if there is any, like if you did create goals for this year, then what is one goal that you're thriving in so far? And what's one that needs some TLC? As we're about to say adios to January. Um, Both of you to assume I made goals. <laughs> That's why I said if. Repeat your question. If you did create goals, mm-hmm. then what is one goal that you're thriving in and what's one that needs some TLC? Did you create goals? Did neither of you create goals? No, I didn't create any goals. I think Abby did. Oh, Gabby Speak did. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> did she though? Did she? I am trying to be more organized and I think I'm doing well in that regard. And what goal needs more TLC? From being oh. a good steward of my body. Like resting well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I didn't make a goal, but I know that I need to. Like after spending so long away from people, it's been weird to go back and interact with people. So a goal I need to work on is I mean not a goal an area like just mm-hmm. yeah you know being more oh, what's the term like not so sh- I I don't know I'm just I'm trying to be a better person in different um I'm gonna be throwing different social situations so i want to be a better person mm-hmm. be, be more patient showing patience and compassion patience and like just remaining silent thankfully i wear masks all the time so no one can really see what i'm thinking but sometimes see what you're thinking without oh, the mask on telepathic no one can um like you know for before my face used to share show all that i was thinking that's what i meant but now the mask covers half my face. Mm-hmm. So that's good. But sometimes I still will say stuff. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't just say that out loud. I don't know. 
I would say the goal that I'm doing well in is just taking care of my body. So kind of the yes, flip side. I agree. <laughs> okay. Jay, I was telling her this morning that she's just been such an inspiration to me, just seeing how committed she is. Like she has a lot of goals for this year and she's just been delivering, delivering, delivering. Of course, it's I work with the Holy Spirit, but honestly, Jay, I'm very proud of you. I've seen you, you get up, you grind, and you're doing it. You're slaying the damn thing. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not the prediction we have. Um, yeah, so then the area that I think I could do better in for sure is just actually trusting God and like figuring out what that means and what that, what that looks like on an everyday basis. That's ironic because so that funny. is kind of along the lines of your theme for this year was letting go yeah. letting god and you're like, being challenged in seriously. the most <laughs> unexpected but you know what? way let's get it done at the beginning of the year <laughs> let's do it at the beginning so um today we're going to be talking about the struggle of being consistent and i think in general although we're focusing on consistency or inconsistency in relationship with God, the principles for what we are going to share with you on how we you can actually become more consistent can be applied to other areas of your life as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with being consistent in like just changing your health or in schoolwork or whatever it is, um, you take some of these principles. And honestly, the biggest thing is Putting God first, that overflows into other areas of your life. So when you seek God first, he will take care of the rest. So if you seek to be consistent in your relationship with God, all the other areas are going to be taken care of just by default because those principles are going to carry over into other areas of your life. And uh, so why do you guys think it is hard to be consistent sometimes? Um, Where I think by nature... We, as humans, don't necessarily... We want to do our own thing, and, like, a lot of people... When you have to be consistent and disciplined, it requires, on some part, self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And we live in a culture or society that says, like, please yourself, treat yourself, like... Um, and sometimes, when you really need to be consistent, especially if you're trying to re- reach a goal, the steps to reach that goal are not what would be in alignment with, like, pleasing yourself, treating yourself, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of it. But, like, specifically with the whole God thing, I don't think the enemy really wants us to be consistent. So it's going to just always be hard because he's trying, going to try to, like, move us off the course. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I also think, like, it can be hard for people to stay consistent if you're not seeing any results. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a hard part, too. Like, when you start seeing results, it's also easier to keep going. Sure. Um, and that's probably even hardest in like your walk with God because not everything, well, actually a lot of the things aren't tangible. Like mm-hmm. you can see a difference. Like you don't wake up with a halo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like in versus like, oh, like if you really put the effort into study for one test and you got an A, mm-hmm. then you're going to be motivated to do the mm-hmm. same things that you did mm-hmm. to get. You know what I mean? But I think spiritually it might be a little bit harder because it's not as and i think with spiritual things as well they take time Mm -hmm. so it's really just about like keep pushing and persevering until you do see and like it might be best to also keep reflecting but i think the hard time is definitely when you you're not seeing like physical results um when jay was saying the thing about like seeing results i was just thinking 
<clears throat> comparing it to when you exercise and you, or you're working out. And a lot for, in the beginning, or I, I really like being active and like I used to do sports and stuff, but I remember when I was like starting back up being like my whole fitness journey, I was like, I did a whole ab workout. Why don't I have abs? Um, like, I would like go in the bathroom and be like, where are my abs? Um, but I kind of, you have to change your mindset and it applies to uh, spiritual things as well. Like, how do you feel when you're, for me, it's like, even if I don't see your results right away, I actually enjoy how I feel when I'm exercising. Like, it's very, or the same can go with reading your Bible and stuff. Like, yeah, Jay said, you may not see the fruits and like transformation of your character right away, but like, think about how you feel after you've read mm-hmm. God's word. Do you feel enlightened? Do you feel mm-hmm. more at peace or at joy? And that can be something that pushes you to be consistent, especially like if, the way you feel is in stark contrast to what you'd feel without reading God's word. Like if you're someone who's usually anxious, but you feel God's peace when you read his word, then that should be, that's something that can help keep you consistent because that's not something you're going to find elsewhere. So our last three episodes have discussed this in different ways, our whole, the importance of being consistent, the relationship with God. Um, And essentially God expects us, expects to be our number one. He expects to be your everything. If you look in the Old Testament, in Exodus, he told the people, the children of Israel, you shall have no other gods before besides me. And even though that was in the Old Testament, he was speaking to Israelites, it applies to all children of God. We should have no other gods before him. And in this day and age, God doesn't necessarily mean like graven images or statues or whatever. It's just anything that takes the place of God. And that's how I understand it. Um, in Deuteronomy 6 verse 5, I think we mentioned it in an earlier podcast, says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your mind and heart and with your entire being and with all your might. So I think when you have the word all there before the different areas, so mind, heart, entire being, that doesn't leave any room for anyone else to be number one. God has to be the number one. How can you love God with all your heart when your heart is torn between your man and God or your work, money, your man and God? God is not number Mm -hmm. one. God is like one fourth of the fraction. Mm -hmm. So God really expects to be number one. Um, and I think it's like, people always say God is supposed to be number one, but what necessarily does number one look like? In general, there's one specific way number one looks, but each person is different. So like, number one just means that you're running to God before other things. I think that applies to everyone, no matter what type of life you live, do you run to God first? Like, mm-hmm. if there's a problem in your life, are you like, oh, let me run to Google, or let me run to my best friend, or my wife, or my husband, or my girlfriend, mm-hmm. or my boyfriend, or my brother, or my sister? Um, or are you running to God? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Like, number one, also, I th- I'll think about my own life with God. When God is number one, it's not only that I run to him first. It's like I'm no longer distracted by things that don't matter. Um, and I'm going to be pursuing him first and foremost. Most of my energy will go into my walk with God versus, you know, worrying mm-hmm. about things or reading the news or staying up to date with drama or, like, looking mm-hmm. at memes for the whole day or something like that, you know? Or not struggle with, but waste their time doing. But I think, just think about it. Is God number one? Um, ask yourself that and think about the energy that you put into things. Do you put most of your energy and your time into godly things and to being with God, spend time with God, or is it with other things? And our mommy always talks about like tithing a lot of christians especially old school christians or ministers are so obsessed with money like we need to tithe give money to the church and obviously that makes sense like yeah it's a biblical principle principle. 
But sometimes it's like we spend so much time think, thinking about tithes as money, we forget that truly tithes is our time. God, yes, God is going to be, he's going to be so honored when his children give up their little or their much to his kingdom. But if all you're doing is giving your money and not your time, God is not pleased in my, or I don't no, think he would be No, we pleased. have a whole other podcast coming up in the future. Okay, sorry. No, that, no that's great. Ariel, <laughs> I didn't even, like, honestly, I was just speaking from her heart, but mm-hmm. this is something that we've all thought about at different times, and mm-hmm. I like, we definitely will be speaking more in detail about just that kind of concept. Getting so, ahead of yourself, right? Sorry, She's guys. giving you a tease. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, yeah. I love to see um, But, yeah. And so I'll just go back to being number one. First Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 17 tells us to do godly things always or continually. So that goes back to what I was saying. Like, you may not... How much energy are you spending to things of God? The Bible says pray without ceasing and rejoice always. So pray without ceasing. Like, are you going to be praying 24 hours a day? Not necessarily, but prayer is communication with God. So always having your line open to hear from God and talk to God. Mm -hmm. Like, think about it. If someone who's really close with their significant other, they may not be talking to them the whole day, but that line is always open. Like, anytime it's a free moment in the day, they're going to be like, hey, what you doing today? Or if it's your best friend. So praying without ceasing and rejoicing always is something that really clearly tells us that we should always or continually be doing the godly things. And then there's scripture, Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23. Let me just pull it up for you. <clears throat> Sorry. Also, excuse my voice. I need a humidifier. <laughs> um, not everyone who says to me, Lord, 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 will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many mighty works in your name? And then I will say to them openly, I never knew you depart from me who act wickedly. Um, so if we're consistent with our walk with God, we'll reap the eternal reward. This story shows the flip side of that. People who said, we did this in your name, we did that in your name, but clearly based on God's response, those believers, you know, he was not pleased with their efforts. It maybe I don't know. Like I need to go back and read the full story. But those individuals weren't consistent with their walk with God. Were not making a priority. Those were people who were just religious and godly in deeds, but not in their true heart. If anything to take away from this little spiel, I'm saying just remember Matthew six thirty three: Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So if you just read it there, that is just what you should be doing. Doing it's a commandment. But if you want to know, if you're the type of person like, why should I be doing this? What are the benefits for me? Then seek you first kingdom of God and all these other things should be added. And what's all the other things? Everything that pertains to your life, you know, and any sort of blessing that you need in this life comes only when you first seek the kingdom of God. So that's what I'll say on that. Yeah. And like as she's talking about that scripture in Matthew, like above all else, the, the main reason if you honestly the main reason in my opinion but I think for every Christian it should be the main reason as well for why you should stay consistent is because if you do want to one day you know like be with the father and like you want to make it into heaven and you want to you know that's kind of our goal like we're living our lives for the life in our afterlife (laughs) um anyways but if like that the goal is like if you want to make it into heaven as we'd say um, then you need to actually have a relationship with God and be consistent in that relationship. Because I always read that scripture, and I haven't looked up the the original like Greek word or 
whatever the word was that they used in that scripture, like the original word. But I know in Spanish, like they have two different words for, or they have different words for the verb to know. So you can know someone or you can know of someone or know of something. Mm-hmm. Those are two different words. And in English, we we don't have that. So we could probably lose the understanding of what it means to know but god's like obviously god knows us like he created us he knows all things he's all knowing right but he said i do not know you like i don't know you in that sense that like i have an intimate relationship with you i know of you it's like you could say like yeah i know of this person on insta but like i don't Mm -hmm. have a personal relationship with you Mm -hmm. you know i don't know you like that and that's what he's saying so that's kind of the main reason i think that we should just push to be consistent is that we do want to one day be able to you know meet our creator and uh, yeah so a creator creator. creator. um anyways so there are benefits to being consistent we're just going briefly going over briefly why you should be consistent benefits just to kind of like extra like motivate you a little bit more You know, because we're, we're humans. We're like, what's in it for us? We're <laughs> so selfish Here it is. Um, number one, we will be fruitful and successful and thrive even in difficult times when we are consistent with God. So John, in John 15, verse 5, I had it open in the night. Oh, oh, thanks. Um, that doesn't have a description. Oh. <laughs> it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from that vital union with me, you can do nothing. And that's the Amplified Version. So here is this concept. The people who remain in Christ, and you, if you're remaining in Christ, it doesn't mean, that means that you're probably consistent. Like you're not remaining with someone yeah. and then you're mm-hmm. in a routine. Think about the meaning of You're remaining. staying there. Mm-hmm. You're dwelling there. If you remain in him, he that person will bear much fruit because really, apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. So we need Christ really to do anything that we set our minds to and do it well and succeed in it. And then Psalms 1, verse 1, no, verse 2 and 3. Oh, I love this. Which I love. And like, me and Errol will probably talk oh, yeah. throughout the year about, because we simultaneously have, I guess, the same word for the year. Aww. I know in the beginning, the first podcast or so, we, we, we asked what it was. Yeah, we, did, we didn't have a word for the year yet, but now we do. Mine is rooted. Mine's planted, but we never talked about that. So no. I was like, wow, God, okay. Yeah. So verse two of Psalms one says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, does he meditate day and night? So this, this is the... The, um, what do you call it now? The preface for the next verse. Mm-hmm. So the person who is in the Bible, in God's word, and meditating on God's word day and night. So this is a concept of consistent, someone who's consistent in spending time with God. Mm-hmm. He will be like a tree that is firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity. So that's like, that's amazing. It sounds amazing to me. Should sound amazing to you. (laughs) But the person who stays and abides with Christ will be fruitful and successful and thrive even in trying and difficult times. And there's multiple scriptures to back that up. Then we're also overcomers of sin. So in Psalms 119, I really should have just like screenshotted all of these. 
now that I'm thinking about it. But in Psalms 119 and verse 11, it says, Your word have I treasured and stored in my heart that I may not sin against you. So the person who has the word of God stored within their hearts, that's, that's someone who's fire. yeah, someone who's meditating on God's word, who's memorized it, who's studied it, who, you know, like you're dwelling in the word of God consistently. Mm-hmm. They store it so that they cannot sin against God because the word of God does protect us. And another scripture that is I didn't list, but it says like when you submit yourself to God, then you'll be able to resist the devil and he will mm-hmm. flee. But the principles of submission actually re- like require oh, you know to, the word. to be mm-hmm. consistent. Like you mm-hmm. have to, submission is really letting go of your own will and submitting to the will of God. And in God's will, you should be spending time with him daily. Mm-hmm. And it's not a one-time thing. Yeah. You don't just submit once. It's continual submission. And then you're good to go. Like, And I think the verse about thy word have I hidden your, my heart that I might not sin against thee is really powerful. And we can kind of miss the power of that if we were saying it like, oh, so I don't sin against God. Like, I'm worried about God. But if we really understand sin destroys... And, like, no one, mm-hmm. you never feel good after you sin. So it's not really like, oh, I want to keep God in my heart so I don't, so I'm not in his good, in his good standing. It's like, if you understand that sin really destroys, that should be such a motivator to keep God's word in your heart. Mm-hmm. Look at the people who, like, big or small sins, you're never going to feel good after you sin. And it's not really because of guilt. It's that it actually destroys your your heart and your nature and your being. It's sin is, like... Mm-hmm. And then it also it destroys poison. relationships. Yeah, it's poison. Yeah, exactly. It hurts other people. It hurts like, God. It hurts honestly, you. Honestly, like, don't get me on my soapbox. So that <laughs> that verse is so powerful. Like, when G said, I was like, yeah, that's really good. And sin then destroys. there's also John 17, 17, on that same note of being overcomers of sin. It says in the NLT version... Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Mm. In the King James Version, sanctify them Mm. through thy truth. Thy Thy word is truth. truth. Amplified, sanctify them in the truth. Set them apart for your purposes. Make Mm -hmm. them holy. Your word is truth. Mm -hmm. So all of this is connected in one, just one statement. So it's Mm -hmm. when they have like a semicolon. Yeah, it's two separate sentences, but they put them together because they're connected. Mm -hmm. So the word sanctifies us. Well, the truth sanctifies us, and then it says that God's word is the truth. Mm -hmm. So when you're spending time in God's word consistently, it sanctifies us. And that's why in Psalms it can say that that when you hide your the word in your heart, Mm -hmm. then it keeps you from sinning against Mm -hmm. God. So they they're just like there's an Old Testament version and New Testament version, but they're saying the same things. So then never contradicts itself. itself. Um, Better witnesses. Oh, yeah, we can be better witnesses for God and for his kingdom when we are being consistent. Definitely. 100%. <laughs> Not even by a Bible sense, but just like... Not like witness, like you're about to trap, but like your life is a testimony. It cannot be a testimony. Yeah, if you're God. not a consistent if Christian, you're not people will catch that really yeah. quickly. Yeah. And the whole thing is like when people see your lives, what they should be seeing is Christ. They want to see, hey, that person's different. Something about them is different. Mm-hmm. And we want what they have. They're not going to want what you have if you're not even spending time with God because that means God hasn't transformed you. Mm-hmm. And you don't, and you don't look anything. like him. <laughs> and you don't have what he mm-hmm. wants you to have, mm-hmm. right? Um, what was the scripture I said? Oh, First Peter 3, verse 15. It says... Wait, did you break your accent? 
But in your hearts, set Christ apart as holy, acknowledging him, giving him first place in your lives as Lord. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope and confident assurance elicited by faith that is within you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. So I love that. You should speak like that. You sound like a lady. You literally sound so posh. And lady, yeah. by the way, if you heard what Ariel said, we do not condone no, watching we don't. Bridgerton. She was that just was making so a awesome. very bad joke. Yeah, it's just the memes that we've been seeing. Um, Jay, that was amazing. I low-key, now I want to listen to the Bible, like, read by a British person. Um, yeah, so also, one thing that I guess we didn't mention from this scripture is we always need to be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you to account for what we believe in. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we can't do that mm-hmm. if we don't, if we're not consistent in spending time with God and Stay in his ready, word. So you don't have to get ready. Yeah, because then, yeah. then we'll always be ready. Mm-hmm. And God will also, I think, have more confidence in throwing us people, throwing people our way because he'll know that we have resources <laughs> to back it up. You know what That's I mean? True. That's not to say that you won't come into contact with people that you can definitely have like a good impact, impact on, on their you. life mm-hmm. but i'm just saying like you're more able to be a witness and more consistently a witness when you are consistent in your relationship with god okay mm-hmm. so then also you will manifest the fruits of the spirit and we know what the fruits of the spirit are so I'm not really gonna go <laughs> um I'll, I'll read it anyway <laughs> galatians 5 verse 20 oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence, I can't, I can't do it on the on spot, but also people won't understand oh me. <laughs> so, but the fruit of the spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Jeez, come for my neck, God. Yeah. <laughs> and this is amplified. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Don't cry, man. I mean, I am patient in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So when we are living by the Spirit and when we are, which is, <laughs> sorry. When I read Psalms earlier and it said that that person who dwells consistently with God, that person will be like a tree that's planted by waters and they'll be fruitful. Well, what's the fruit? The fruit is the fruit of the Spirit going into Galatians 5, and you'll manifest all those things regularly. It's not like a sporadic, <gasps> oh, I have mm-hmm. that one moment where I had I, I had peace. No, it's like you continually have this fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, Increased faith. We'll have increased faith when we are consistent because, well, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And if mm-hmm. we are abiding in him, abiding in God, dwelling in his presence consistently, reading the word of God day and night, then we are increasing our faith daily. Yeah, right? that's true. So um, then the last thing is we'll also have insight into God's plan and his, and we'll have an opportunity to be involved in God's plan as well. So the closer that we get with God, then we get to the point where we can actually be called his friends. And I go back to Abraham. Abraham spent, like he was a friend of God. He spent time with him. He was obedient to God. And he did what God wanted him to do consistently. So because of that consistency in um, the obedience, uh, Abraham's consistency, sorry, God actually shared his plans. He's mm-hmm. like, shall I share my plans with Abraham? And he did. But then in sharing his plans, he actually gave Abraham an opportunity to be involved mm-hmm. in saving his family. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, we will definitely give ourselves an opportunity to be. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ariel has a. That's <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um. Yes. Yeah, so we can have an opportunity to know the heart of God more and have an insight into God's plans, as well as be involved when we're consistent in a relationship with Him. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. So, um, for those of you that are maybe running on empty or you're kind of back to square one or you're in a rut or you're on the fence, whatever it may be, if you're struggling with consistency, we're going to just now segue into talking about some practical steps to overcome um, inconsistency. So honestly, we cannot stress this enough. It really is as simple as um, praying for a desire. We've mentioned it before Mm -hmm. in some other or previous podcast episodes, Um, but it's like it's really as simple as that. And there's a lot of scripture to back that up. Um, scripture tells us that God gives us the good desires of our heart and of course this is a good desire for us to be in consistent relationship and fellowship and um, communion with him so of course you know he would be quick to he will be quick always to answer that prayer Um, scripture tells us that he rewards those that diligently seek him scripture tells us to come boldly onto the throne of grace And scripture tells us to ask and it shall be given or no, tells us ask and it shall be given unto you. So it really is as simple as beginning with a prayer for an increased desire. Um, But also we know that habits aren't formed overnight after night. (laughs) (laughs) Habits aren't formed overnight. Uh, So honestly, just keep pushing. It's not an easy race. It's not a sprint um Christianity is not a fad diet it's a lifestyle change you will slip up but get back up again every single time and honestly reassess your priorities and sacrifice when necessary a lot Mm -hmm. of times when we fall into ruts it's probably because we've compromised somewhere we've Mm -hmm. prioritized other things so getting back on track is going to require a kind of reassessment of where are my priorities where are where am I putting my energies and what am I going to have to say no to so that I can say yes to God and you know um we can't be lovers of the world and lovers of God we can't be selfish and trying to serve God we can't be trying to satisfy our desires and striving after God's heart none of those things are symbiotic you have to choose one or the other so it's going to require some sort of sacrifice on our part sacrifice of our flesh and so some scriptures that can encourage you um as you're you know kind of trying to ease back into the consistent a consistent routine or create a consistent routine um we'd encourage you just to continue reading over and over memorizing these scriptures or speaking them over yourself audibly um galatians 6 verse 9 do not be weary in well-doing uh james 4 verse 8 
draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And um, I like Hebrews 13 verse 21. It's a reminder that even though like I know for myself, like when I've kind of fallen off the tracks and like had to come back, it can feel like really daunting, overwhelming, like very, um, feels like you're trying to like climb Mount Kilimanjaro, but you have to remember that God is not asking you to do things in your own strength. Mm -hmm. That's not the point of this. Like if you're trying to do this in your own strength, you can actually just quit while you're at the start because you're never going to be able to do this if you're relying on your own strength. So I like Hebrews 13 verse 21 says that God will equip you with every good thing that you need to carry out his will and he will strengthen you, make you complete and perfect as you ought to be when you are submitted to him. So um, if you're feeling overwhelmed, like I can't do this in my own strength, this is taking too much, like I can't be consistent, I can't stick to this routine. Yeah, that's the point. You can't do it. Like you need to be you need to surrender your control and like there needs to be a switch where your dependency now comes from God. Um, so another scripture is um, First Chronicles 16 verse 11. It tells us that God strengthens us as we spend time in his presence. So um, as you are seeking him, you will and seeking him consistently and spending time with him consistently you will notice over time that your strength increases um and that strength increases when you're in his presence and then also i love philippians 1 verse 6 uh, and i'm just going to pull it up in, in the amplified version it says that i'm convinced and confident of this very thing that he who has begun yes. a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. Yeah, like God, is, he's not like an evil person. Like once you're ready to pick it up, pick yourself up mm -hmm. and just get back on track, he's, he's going to meet you 100%. He's going to match your energy. So if you're discouraged or like you're just struggling with your inconsistency, be encouraged that you don't have to do this on your own and God is ready to match you when you're ready to match him. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but whatever. Anyways, moving on to more practical steps. Yeah. So first thing first, set realistic goals. So every person's relationship with God is going to be different because we are all different human beings and we're all unique. So don't come... I mean, I guess it's a different point entirely, but don't compare your walk with God to someone else's. Like you can always draw from people and you can always like take the good things and learn from people's lessons, but don't compare yourself. Comparison is definitely not where you want to be headed um, when you're trying to pursue consistency. Set realistic goals for yourself. Know yourself. Know what works for you. So I think we've mentioned this before, but um, if you know that like, we recommend always starting off your morning with God. Like you can always say a quick prayer if it's too early and you you have to wake up too early or you're not a morning person. Say a quick prayer and I'll read the Bible verse for the day. Um, move along. And then if you know that in the evenings you have more time and that's better for you, then you can set, carve out time in the evenings to just like spend more detailed time reading the Bible and praying 
listening to a message, whatever works for you, start somewhere. And no one's no one's telling you like if you're starting right now, just start with like 10 minutes. Like God is, it's not about the quantity of time. It's about the quality of time. So if you spent half an hour, but only 10 minutes, you were actually connected, then just do 10 minutes and keep doing 10 minutes and it will grow from there. It'll go to 15, you go to 20, go to 25. And before you know it, you might be, you know, in God's presence or spending time doing the things of God for an hour. But it's a build up. Like no one just starts uh, like doing an, I have never met anyone personally who just starts with, and they're like, I'm, I spent an hour in God's presence right off the get go. Like it, you have to build yourself up there. It's kind of like building, like weightlifting or stuff. Like you can't mm-hmm. just start lifting a hundred pounds. Like you yeah. have to start small and build your way up. Mm-hmm. Um, so set realistic goals for yourself. Like, and if you have, like, I have a goal this year of like, I want to memorize one verse a week. Like, for me, if I was supposed to say I'm going to memorize two verses a week, be, that's too much for me. Like, mm. I, like, the thing is, you always want to set yourself up to succeed and not to fail. Yeah. So maybe I could do two verses a week, and I might be able to do some weeks where I could do two or, you know. But, like, at the end of the year, I want to look back and say that I achieved my goal. And for me, one verse a week is plenty of time, and it allows me to make you know, actually accomplish what I want to do, which is memorize more of God's word. Instead of getting down that I didn't memorize two verses this week and I'm like, oh, then I feel bad for next week or I'm trying to catch up. Like, I'm just trying to set myself up for um, success. So I set realistic goals for myself. Know know yourself, know what works for you and just start somewhere, anywhere. It doesn't matter where you start, just keep pushing with once you get your feet to the ground. So then also do not be too hard on yourself, which I alluded to earlier you will mess up like this is life we're human beings and as long as we're human beings we will mess up we will slip up we're not perfect we will never be perfect so don't be hard on yourself or too hard on yourself rather when you do end up slipping up Mm -hmm. don't let your guilt or the guilt that comes from messing up or the shame rob you of your victory Mm -hmm. so micah 7 verse 19 okay so micah 7 verse 19 says he shall have compassion on us he will subdue and i think i'm reading from a different version that i had from the same hold on okay once again you will have compassion on us this is nlt you will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean so God will always have compassion on us when mm-hmm. we fall, as long as we go back to him and we're truly, you know, sorry and we want to change our ways, which is true repentance, mm-hmm. um, then God will always, he will have, he has abundant mercy for us. His mercies are new every morning mm-hmm. and he has compassion. He has, you know, pity upon us and he is right there ready and able to forgive us whenever we turn to him with hearts that are truly repentant. And then uh, Psalms 103 Verses 8 to 12 says, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in compassion and loving kindness. Mm-hmm. He will not always strive with us. Mm-hmm. And actually, the NLT of this verse specifically spoke to me. I got this like passage earlier in the year, or maybe it was in December, actually. But it says... Um, so, was that the NLT one? No, that was Amplified I was reading before. So, this is NLT. Of verse 9, he will not consistently accuse us nor remain angry 
forever. Mm. And it goes on to say, because sometimes you can think like, yeah, you ask for God for forgiveness, but you think he's like, even though like, you know, he forgives you like, yeah, he's probably angry with me Mm. or like, and then the next one actually was mind blowing because I always think whatever bad thing I do, there's always going to be a consequence. I'm always going to be like taking it like every bad thing is going to have a negative a consequence. Yeah, I, I'm like that. And too. it's going to be a step back or something. Okay. But no. the Bible is like, he does not punish us for all our sins. Oh, wow. I was like, I, I was shook when I read that. Wow. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his mm-hmm. unfailing love towards those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. Now, I'm not telling you to go and sin, 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 you know, but I'm like, yeah. this is not. Grace in, is not to license to sin. Yeah, no. it's not an advertisement and it's not a promotion to be like, yeah, just do whatever That's you want limits. to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's basically for people who are actually pursuing God and they're aiming to please him and to live by his words and you're trying to be consistent. This is for you. Don't be too hard on yourself. He does not deal harsh with us as we deserve. And his unfailing love and his compassion and his mercies are there to catch us when we fall. Mm -hmm. So just get back up again and don't get stuck in your guilt or shame. Don't let the devil trick you into this pity party. When God has, the minute that you ask for forgiveness and are truly repentant, like God's already forgotten. Like his, he moved our sins as far as the East is from the West. They don't even ever. Right? So like they never, like they will never ever intersect and he will not remember them. Like he's like, okay, moving on, let's go. But then we're holding on and we're like letting that, the weight of that sin still affect us. That's not of God. Mm -hmm. That's just the devil trying to use the sins that we've committed in the past to hold us back from our future victory. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to segue into just another little short segment um basically i guess i just had the feeling to do this part because i someone that i was talking to said that like you know sometimes it's hard to feel god and like when they're praying it doesn't feel like god is there and i just felt like doing this segment for that person but for anyone else as well like if you are going through a, a time where you feel like you can't hear god you don't know where he is and it feels like he's not hearing your prayers or maybe you're brand new to this whole thing and like maybe it's the first time you're hearing about God or Jesus and the first time that you're being you know you're listening to something Christian and you kind of want to know hey I want to know I want to experience for myself like how can I hear this God that you're talking of and like how can I experience his presence how can I feel him and yeah so this segment is for those people and if you're going through a hard time it we've all been there when we felt like we couldn't hear God or we couldn't feel him. Mm-hmm. This you're is not real. alone. Yeah, you're not alone. Um, as Jay was talking, I just remembered uh, the phrase, he's as close as a mention of his name came into my head. I know it's a really old song, um, but that song, those lyrics are based on scripture. Um, Psalms 145 verse 18 says, <clears throat> the Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. So, even if you've had times where you can't feel God, that is a scripture that, although you may be doubting, you can remind yourself, you're as close as a mention of your name. If I call on Jesus, he's as close as a mention of his name. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is believe that scripture. Even in a place of doubt, if you start to say that, I guarantee you feel God's presence. Mm-hmm. But more than that, um, God inhabits the praises of his people. And I know we say that, like, you know, you go into church service and he's, you know, they're amping you up, like, woohoo, God is here and he, he inhabits the praise of his people. But that 
phrase alone is so powerful when you think about what it means to inhabit like god sets up shop like he creates a home Mm -hmm. in your praise and like for someone to create a home there anywhere you're going you're going to stay there a while no one brings a bed to their friend's house if they're going to (laughs) just stay one night no one brings their sofa their kitchen utensils if god's inhabiting your praises he's going to be there for a while he's there to stay as long as you live in a place of praise and you know sometimes it's hard to just be like god you're so worthy but that's why we have music and if you're listening to music that's based on scripture that lifts God's name up, it's so much easier to get into that framework of that mindset, mm-hmm. not framework, that mindset of praise. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Um, and beyond that, the scripture tells us that he gives us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And mm-hmm. um, being heavy doesn't look one specific way. But if you're saying, oh, my gosh, I just can't feel God where he where is he, I guarantee that you may already be heavy or if you keep this keep dwelling on that thought you're going to become heavy but god gives us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and we always say this and i will never stop saying it all you have to you just have to be honest with god god i can't feel you where are you you say you're as close as the mention of your name and i'm not standing here on my word it's according to your word so if this truly is your word and your word is truth and you cannot lie Mm -hmm. i'm asking you to let me feel your presence and you think god's gonna be run and be scared no he's not afraid of those type of prayers he in in fact he's compelled to answer those type of prayers Mm -hmm. the bible like jay said tells us to come boldly before the throne of grace so we can be bold with our requests obviously no one's saying like god you didn't show up like you don't need to attack god like god is not here for your attacks he probably like you know just be honest say god i need to feel your presence and like i said before he inhabits the praises of our people he gives us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness but to go further the bible says over and over that we should enter into god's presence with praise every single time and not just once it's not oh maybe this time enter into his presence if let's go to psalms 100 verse 4 so we can get a better understanding of what I'm talking about. I like the book of Psalms. <laughs> Psalms 100 verse 4. Give me one second. Follow along in your Bibles. When you have it, can you say amen? <laughs> um, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good. That's not saying, hey, friend, you reading this or you listening to this podcast, maybe you should enter his gates with thanksgiving. When it, if the ver- if the sentence starts with a verb, that's a command. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. That's not a, that's not a suggestion. That's mm-hmm. very clear. Yeah. You should enter God's presence with praise. And like I said, it may be hard to be like, God, I praise you. You're great. Or I don't know what your experience with God is or how churchy you are. But I know like the churchier you are, the more people like to add fluff. Not fluff, but... You know, you can things we've heard. Yeah, things that can become cliche and you can see it without really feeling it. But that's why I will always advocate for listening to worship music and praising him. The words honestly, sometimes it's easier to praise God from the lyrics of songs. Like I'll say this, there's a song called Praise Before My Breakthrough, which I love. That song is by Brian and Katie Torwalt. And the lyrics of that is like I wouldn't have even fathom like I am not the type of person that's very good with my word not usually very good with my words. So to be like to come up with those lyrics on my own, it would have been hard. But as I play that song, even though I didn't write the song, those are coming from those words you are coming from my heart, you know. Mm-hmm. And as you sing out, even if you can't sing or you don't know anything about music, as you learn the lyrics of songs, and if you connect truly in your heart, that's like it's as if Thanks. you wrote the you pen the words, and God will draw. He's he loves to hear his children praise him. So you may be saying right now or before you started this podcast, you don't feel God's presence. But I want to give you a challenge. If you've made this far in the podcast, I challenge you at some point in today, 
to find a song. You can even start with that song, Praise Before My Breakthrough by Brian, Brian and Katie Torwalt. You may not have something that needs a breakthrough, which is a very churchy term, but just breakthrough kind of speaks to change, a complete transformation of one specific You need area. an intervention yeah. in your situation, whatever your situation mm-hmm. is. So regard, it could be big or small. Maybe you just want to feel happy again or you want to feel joy because happiness is fleeting. Joy is forever and eternal. And that comes from God. But play that song. Play it and sing along with it. You can find the lyrics on Google or on YouTube. Sing along with it. And I guarantee if you really put God to the test, he will meet you and you will feel his presence. Um, and some practical things. What does entering with praise look like? You may not have time to, you know, listen to a song or you may not always have access to whatever to play music. But you can simply thank God for the blessings in your life. And every person has been blessed by God. Even in the worst of situations, you can find the silver lining in anything. Mm-hmm. So maybe for one person, it's like, God, I thank you for this huge promotion. Another thing is, God, I thank you that I'm alive today. You may, not, you may have wanted to die yesterday, but the fact that you're alive is a blessing. So many people went to bed last night and did not wake up. It's a blessing to be alive and have life. Even in this crazy year, in these crazy times, it's a blessing to be alive. This amount of people that have died from COVID or from other things, it's astronomical. So to be alive is a blessing. So simply thank God for the blessings in your life. You could thank God that, you know, you have that one friend you can count on or you have, you know, anything, whatever is a blessing in your life, thank God for that. And then if you know who God is and praise him for who he is as well as what, for what he has done in your life. And how do, we said it before, how do you know who God is? Through his word, through spending time with him. You can read the scripture, a verse that says he's a mighty warrior. God, thank you for being a mighty warrior. I may not have experienced your, you coming in and in, in fighting for my battles and standing my defense, but I thank you that this is a character trait you have. And as you praise God, he will inhabit those praises. He will come and set up shop, make his make your heart his home like Maverick says. Um, but yeah, honestly, if I, if you get one thing from that, to just really do not underestimate the power of praise. Read Psalms 100, not just verse 4, but read the whole thing. You can read it in different versions until it speaks to you. And just give God thanks for who he is. Find an attitude of gratitude. Praise simply could be just being, being grateful for the things that you have, and mm-hmm. God will honor that, and you will feel his presence. And always, with anything, just be honest with God. You can make a simple request and he's not turned off from that. Amen. Amen. And for for um, those of you that are maybe going through a dark period, dark time, and you're really struggling to feel God's presence, or even maybe you're struggling with your belief or uh, whatever it may be, um, like Janelle said earlier, you are not alone. This particular segment of the podcast is specifically for you. Um, I really do believe that God laid this on her heart for a reason because he knows like exactly who you are listening right now at this moment. Um, and he loves you. And, you know, he wants relationship with you. He wants to squash all the lies the devil has been mm-hmm. feeding into your mind and your heart. And, um... I just want to encourage you that, yeah, like Jay said, you're not alone. We all have bad days. We all have hard times. And sometimes it can feel like God isn't hearing our prayers, but he always does. I really love this song. Um, It's Amanda Cook's song, um, Pieces. I'm just going to read like a few lyrics from the song. So it says, 
you, uh, uh, she's speaking about God. You don't give your heart in pieces. You don't hide yourself to tease us. Mm -hmm. Your love is not passive. It's not, it's never disengaged. It's always present. It hangs on every word we say. Your love keeps its promises. It keeps its word. It honors what's sacred because its vows are good. Your love's not broken. It's not insecure. And this is all talking about the love of God, by the way, sorry. Your love is not selfish. Your love is pure. Um, I would really encourage anyone to listen to that song. I think it's really beautiful. And I think um, sometimes just as humans, we can insert kind of false perceptions of who God is as a father, as a friend, um, even like as a lover based off of the flawed love that we've witnessed or received Mm -hmm. and that can really impact our relationship with God like if we're perceiving God to be the father figure that we had or the friend that failed us that we had or Mm -hmm. the the lover the husband or the spouse or the whatever that we had that failed us and we can inject that kind of flawed perception of love or of anything really into our understanding of who God is mm-hmm. but I just want to say like I feel so I don't know like I haven't listened to that song in so long but I just felt like it just kept weighing on my heart so I feel really strongly mm-hmm. just to remind whoever is listening that God is not playing hard to get he isn't stringing you along he's not unreliable he's not unavailable he loves you unconditionally and he desires relationship with you so don't ever allow the devil to tell you different mm-hmm. um the love of that comes from God is nothing like anything that we can ever receive or Mm -hmm. experience Mm -hmm. in this earth. It is always going to come up short. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you've experienced um, disappointment or rejection or like loss or anything in this world, of course, like we understand that's painful, but let that, instead of bringing you down, let that motivate you to pursue a greater mm-hmm. love and a greater relationship and a greater friendship a greater communion and um yeah greater relationship. relationship in god um so just if i just really encourage you if that's something that you're struggling with um just listen to that song first of all but also uh maybe just spend time reading the word of god and understanding his character and his nature um because he loves us and he cares for us so even if we're feeling like he's not answering our prayers or we're being like our um we're being ignored or like our breakthrough is being delayed or he's denying us like what we think we need that's not the case that's never the case god's timing is always perfect and um you know he he never closes his ear to us he may be delayed in his response, but he will never deny us. Um, and you have to remember that his ways are not always um, in alignment with our ways, but he knows what's best for us. So in your period of waiting, maybe you're struggling because you've been praying for something and believing for something and you're not seeing it come to pass or it feels like you're, God is particularly quiet on one matter. I would encourage you to stop and ask yourself, what is God trying to teach me in this period of waiting? I feel like for me, anytime that I've felt kind of like a lull in, or or anytime I've felt like God is like, or sorry, in the waiting between a prayer and 
an answer it's oftentimes god is trying to teach me something beyond what i'm even asking for i found this really nice quote on pinterest it says many times god isn't changing your circumstance sorry many times when god isn't changing your circumstance it's because he's mostly concerned with changing you within the circumstance Mm -hmm. your character your inner strength your integrity all of that matters more to him because they are everlasting qualities the wisdom the strength the maturity that grows within you are all things you're going to need to sustain the calling god has on your life and know that there is purpose in your waiting there's purpose in your pain that's by Brittany Moses so yeah lastly um, we're gonna just talk about a quick way to feel God and have him speak into your spirit Um, so basically we're just going to recommend that you take time out of your day and find a quiet area and play some worship music it's really as simple as that so we will link some We'll have on Instagram, uh, in our bio probably, and we'll have on Facebook, uh, YouTube playlists that you can uh, listen to that will have the song, both the songs that Ari and Gabby mentioned, as well as some other ones. So if you don't know where to start and you don't want to have to think about what song should I even listen to because there's tons, you don't know where to go, then we have you. You can go to this YouTube playlist and just find it needs to be a quiet time like you you can't be like you're okay i'm gonna go do this in a bustling area you're not gonna be able to focus and god is not gonna it's not gonna be a way harder time for you to connect and for god to speak into your into your spirit into your life and for you to feel his presence so just find a quiet place and it doesn't have to be for very long you could listen to one song or if you have more time listen to a few songs and just Start by saying a quick prayer and ask God to meet you. And I'm just going to read Isaiah 65, verse 24. And if you need this as extra confirmation, it says, I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. And that's the NLT version. So you have this confidence. And if you want to come with the receipts, then go to God with the receipts. This is Isaiah 65, verse 24. Say, Lord, you know, according to your words. And just go to him in prayer. Ask him to meet you there and to tell him, Tell him also how desperate you are to mm-hmm. hear from him, how desperate you are to feel his presence. And then after you are open and honest about that, move into praise and tell mm-hmm. him thanks for something, anything. As Ariel already mentioned, he will inhabit our praises. And it just has to be true, you know, just true, like not fake, like not something's like, oh, thank you, God, for this. Like, act, be raw, be genuine thank God for something that you are truly grateful for and that's your praise and then listen to the to the music listen to the songs and allow yourself to feel all the feelings don't hold yourself back if you know anything about mindfulness or anything about like meditation those are other worldly principles but if you take it it's very good principles when you can apply it to um the bible and spending time with God it's a concept of really not letting things distract you and being quiet before God, being still and allowing yourself to just be 
soaked up in the moment so you can read the lyrics like and focus intentionally on the lyrics and think about them dwell on them Mm -hmm. and you know connect with god in that way allow yourself to feel all the feelings you might you might start crying that's okay that's another that's a language that only god understands Mm -hmm. and just let yourself be in the moment and god will visit you you will feel him and he draws near to those who draw near to him. So mm-hmm. be still and quiet before him and he will speak. So yeah, that's our tip that you can apply this week, this weekend, right after you listen to this, whenever. Mm-hmm. Just take some quiet time. Yeah, and like Jay just mentioned, we definitely will link the YouTube playlist. Um you know, in these times with Spotify and Apple Music, it's hard if you link one and not the other. So YouTube is universal. There's no excuse. Um, we'll put the link, like you said, in Instagram bio and on Facebook. Um, and I feel like this was de- not I feel I'm confident that this was definitely um, an episode that God really wanted. Jay was in charge of this one. And, you know, I'm confident that God placed all these different mm-hmm. thoughts on her heart, especially the last part. Like, I don't know about you listening, but as we're recording this, it's definitely like a huge transition from the first half of the podcast, talking about can't, if you can't feel God and feeling God in dark places. And I don't think it's by chance, like, we already knew people were struggling before, but this whole pandemic and mm-hmm. the things going on in the world have has heightened the struggle for some people, has made people doubt God more, has made people, mm-hmm. you know, really question things. And Honestly, if you're one of those people listening, this should just be your confirmation that you are not alone. You were never alone. You weren't forsaken for a minute. Like God had never forsaken you and he loves you. He loves you so much to interrupt the day of three people you may or may not know Mm -hmm. to give this word to you. And I just want to normally in our old podcast, we used to pray at the end of each podcast, even though we haven't done that for the, the first few. We do always pray before we start. But for this one, I just really want to pray um, as we end. Um, and then we'll just do a little like close out or whatever, but, um, you can pray along, you can close your eyes, whatever, however you talk to God, but we're just going to pray. So I'll pray. Um, thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that we have life, Lord, even in such a crazy time, this pandemic, you've been good to us to bless us with life and health, Lord. We thank you that you love us, Lord Jesus, that you've never changed, Lord. Your nature has remained the same, God, your God who loves us, your God who cares for us, Lord. Mm -hmm. I thank you that your ways are higher than ours. It's beyond finding out, Jesus. If we could understand you, then you wouldn't be a God worth serving, Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you blow our minds, God. We thank you that there's mystery in your God, who you are and your character, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible says great is a mystery of godliness, Lord. And we know that even in times when it's hard to understand what you're doing, we can be confident that you love us, Lord Jesus. I thank you for every person who has made it this far in the podcast, every person listening. We thank you that you, you know, you really it pressed upon Janelle's heart to do this podcast, Lord. And for those mm-hmm. who feel like they can't feel your presence or they're in a dark place, I pray, Jesus, that as they listen to this prayer, God, you would really meet them where they are. You know each person, Lord, if they're listening in their home, in their car, you know, as they're commuting, God. But as these words go forth, Lord, I pray that your presence and your power would go along with them, Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. that you touch every heart, Lord. 
every heart that's hurting and worried lord jesus that you bring your peace lord that your peace mm-hmm. that passes all human understanding would saturate their beings lord i pray jesus that you'd help us to be so confident in who you are lord i pray that you'd help us to be consistent in our walk with you lord not necessarily for the reward and the gain but because we know that there's benefits in just feeling your presence lord we thank you that you're as close mm-hmm. as a mention of your name lord if we just say the name jesus and we mm-hmm. really believe lord god that you will come and meet us lord we will feel your presence lord so i pray for every person that's you know been struggling with doubt or listening to the lies of this world or the enemy god i pray that your truth would trample every lie god and i pray that you'd bring your blessings in each home god each family each person that represents is represented as they listen lord god we thank you lord that as we spend the time lord to draw closer to you lord you'll draw close to us god and you'll meet us halfway lord you always meet us at our place of need so i thank you for what you're doing lord we thank you that even as we're speaking you've heard this prayer lord Lord, this is your word, not ours. It's in Isaiah, God. While they're yet speaking, you'll hear, Lord. So we are speaking, talking to you, God. A God we know is real, Lord Jesus. We place our hope and our faith in you, God. And I thank you, Lord, for the blessings that will come in this weekend and this upcoming week as people really spend the time with you, Lord. I pray that you bring new understanding and insights into your character and your nature and just allow us to grow as individuals as we uh, rely on you and spend time in your presence lord we thank you for all that you're doing and we bless your name lord we thank you for this day we thank you for allowing the rest of our day lord if it's if we're listening to this in the morning or the evening or the night to lord jesus go according to your plan thank you for ordering our steps and for ble- for blessing us and keeping us in your perfect peace in jesus name i pray amen amen, amen. to close out Follow us on social media. Like I said, we will. <laughs> Rough segue. Please. Well, I'm only oh, I'm saying that mainly because like if we post any resources, that's where it's gonna be. Like mm-hmm. obviously, this isn't like a live situation where we can handle <laughs> give you a handout, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So the link for the playlist will be in the description of Instagram and on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash Let's Bloom. You can follow our Facebook page and because it, it's a lot easier to post resources on Facebook, to be honest, than it is on Instagram. Um, yeah, and so we will be seeing you guys next Friday. Actually seeing you guys next Friday because I just thought that we would take a little break from podcasting as such and do more of like a IGTV or, I don't know, a, some kind of video um where it's going to be the three of us and each one of us is going to come with a topic that we want to talk about but we're not going to tell the other person or we're not going to discuss beforehand and we'll just it'll be brief like we we don't want it to be more than like 20 or 30 minutes it's just like a 20 minute video yeah 20 minutes ideally but knowing how we are i just said 20 to 30 (laughs) so um yeah so stay tuned for that next week friday and then in february we will be doing very interesting chats it's going to be still bible-based everything will be bible-based but it's a little bit more conversational we're talking about friendships um we're talking about being single and thriving and we're also gonna be talking about careers so yeah stay tuned for february we're really excited for our chats next month and on that note have a great friday and or whenever you're listening to this have a great day and we will hear from you or see from you no shoot you will hear from us or you see from you everyone says saying that make to know oh lord see from you anyways y'all bye